really put the time in and whether people see it or whether people know it or not, you know, it always come to light. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Rick No Soups. I'm your host, Tyreek. And today I want to highlight some MVP candidates around the NBA because some players are having some fantastic starts to their 21-22 NBA seasons. And I believe they should be highlighted. So be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you are new to the place. We talk all about NBA basketball. So if you love hoops, this is the place for you. And it's not really a ranking that I'm doing. It's just highlighting guys that are in the race and are having great seasons so far. But with that being said, I think right now the clear-cut MVP frontrunner favorite has been Stephen Curry. It's been Steph Curry. Um, last night, I don't really want to talk too much about the game. It ended up being a blowout. The Warriors going into Brooklyn and beating the Nets. It sounded like the game was being played in San Francisco because it seemed like there was more Warriors fans in the building than Nets fans, which was kind of crazy to see. Um, but it was a good game early on, and the Warriors broke it open in the third quarter. I've been realizing that the Warriors are like back to having those big third quarters that they were notorious for, you know, back in like you know 2015, 16, and 17. They're starting to do that again. They're starting to break the games open in the third quarter, and it's led by Steph Curry. I believe he had 37 last night. He's averaging just under 30 points a game. It's been phenomenal, man. He's been playing well, not only just on the offensive end, but he's been playing pretty solid defense this season. Steph Curry's not known as a great defender. He's known as like a an average at best defender, but he's been playing some really good defense so far this season. He's been hitting the boards. I like what I'm seeing from Steph, man. He's been he's doing a little bit of everything, and as a whole, the team is just a lot better than last season. And he is playing more, you know, team-oriented basketball. Last season, he had to play a lot of hero ball. Now it's back to, you know, Warriors-style basketball. And it's led by Steph Curry. He's been amazing. And last night's performance was just a catalyst to that, man. It just showed how great he's been. But the Warriors team as a whole being the best team in the league so far this year. They've been able to win games when Steph Curry hasn't been playing amazing, which is also a very good sign that they're back to being a team that has, you know, the opportunity to rely on their depth a little bit more then compared to last season where they had to rely on Steph Curry to do the majority of, you know, sharing, you know, the offensive load. It was all put on his shoulders. Now this season, Steph can have nice where he's not the leading scorer and they're still winning games. But Steph Curry, clear cut, I think he's been the best player in basketball so far this season and probably the MVP front runner right now. Next guy on my mind is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant didn't have a great showing last night, but other than that, he has been ridiculous so far this season. He's been efficient as all get um last night was an outlier he's been amazing you know shooting the ball this season he's been having high scoring numbers believe he still might be the leading scorer in the league he's been great he's been phenomenal i remember a stat that they were saying that he's shooting like high 60s or like 70 percent from mid-range which is ridiculous if you see his shot chart which i'm probably gonna put somewhere on the screen his zones like he doesn't really have any cold zones and the ones that, hit, that are cold he's only attempted like a couple shots in those zones He's been ridiculous offensively speaking. And a lot's been on his shoulders too because James Harden hasn't been his best. Kyrie Irving's not there. A lot has been on Kevin Durant's shoulders. He's been having some high playmaking games. The rebounding the ball really well. KD's been doing a lot for this next team. He's been doing a lot for Brooklyn. And we'll see, you know, how it goes moving forward. People are gonna overreact about the game last night. They're playing against the best team in the league. And they had a great they had a great third quarter, which broke the game open. It happens sometimes. It happens um, and KD did not have his best game, which is a rare outlier at this point in the season. KD's has been pretty consistent all year long, and he just had his his worst game of the year. So it's it's all good. Like people love to overreact. That's why I'm not talking about that game too much. KD's still right in the you know in the thick of the MVP race. I just think Steph Curry, you know, last night's game definitely gave him a little bit of an edge. But I think it was a pretty tight race either way. But 
you know, KD's right there, man. And KD, when we talk about MVPs in like, you know, a month or so, he could be right back at the top of the list. But those are definitely the top two guys in the MVP race. But there's still other candidates that I think are having great seasons. The reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, is arguably having a better season so far this year than last year. Right now, he has a PER of like, I think, 35.1 or something like that. It's the best ever. If the season were to end today, it'd be the best PER ever, and it's not even close. I think the next closest guy is like Will Chamberlain had like a 32.5 you know, or 32.6 or something like that. They said the gap between Jokic and Will is bigger than like the gap between Will and like the 40-something you know, player in PER all time, which is crazy. PER is basically a stat that shows how effective a player is, how his player efficiency rating. It shows, you know, how a player really impacts the game. And that, you know, Jokic's score being that high shows how impactful he is. The Nuggets have been dealing with a whole bunch of, you know, injuries and, you know, everything. Like, Jamal Murray has not played this season. Michael Porter Jr. is out right now. And when he was playing, he was bad. He was averaging less than 10 points a game when he was on the court. They've been relying on Will Barton to be their next best, you know, offensive player. Uh, you know, Jermichael Green playing big minutes. They've been relying on guys that just aren't used to being in those positions, and they're still winning games, which is crazy. Bones Highland, their rookie's been really good. And Jokic is the catalyst of this team. Say what you want about him. He's a very impactful player, and he's an MVP caliber player. And he's, he's like, if, if we were to rank, I would say he's probably third right now on the list. You know, I think Steph, KD definitely got one and two on lock. Third is pretty arguable, but I would say Jokic is probably the third guy. Another guy I want to highlight that just does not get enough shine is Paul George. Paul George has been so good this season. I don't, I understand why people don't talk about Paul George when he's playing good because it's funny when he's playing, you know, poorly or he has a bad stretch or something like that. It's you know, people think it's funny and stuff to you know crack on playoff p and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is, since the first round of last season's playoffs, he's been playing super elite basketball. He's been super elite. In the playoffs, he was killing, especially after Kawhi went down. And this year, he's playing free. Like, he, this is his team right now. And he's playing like that. He's playing with that MVP-type mindset. And the Clippers have been a good team. They've been a good team, too. They've surprisingly been, you know, on a very good hot streak. Like, I don't, I don't want to say surprisingly, but the way their season started, it started off very slow. They've been hot lately. The defense has ramped up, and PG on both sides of the floor is probably their best player on both sides of the floor. Does a lot for this team offensively, man, and he's been carrying the low. He's been getting help from some guys who like Reggie Jackson and others, but PG's he's the motor for this team on both ends of the floor, and he's been playing excellent this season. I think he deserves a little more love, a little more shine. People aren't talking about him enough, you know, in the media, and I just think in the NBA space, you know, in general. I think people need to show some, you know, love to PG because he's having a great season. And another guy that I think he's kind of, I, I want to see how long this lasts. I want to see how long this lasts. I love the story of a DeMar DeRozan MVP campaign. I love the idea of it. I love it because coming into the season, I don't even want to call them experts. People in the media, that's what we're going to call them. People in the media, so-called experts, said that this was the worst free agent signing of the offseason. The Bulls signed a trade for DeMar DeRozan. They said this is the worst signing of the offseason. People hated the Bulls offseason, even though they got so much more talent on the roster. People hated it. The Bulls are killing right now. They're one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. DeMar DeRozan is killing. He's the leading scorer in the Bulls. He's had some amazing performances on big-time stages. Went to Staples the other night. Back-to-back -back games in Staples. It's still called Staples Center. I know they just announced that they're changing the name to the Crypto Arena or something like that. Still Staples Center for now. 
DeMar DeRozan went into Staples, dropped 35 on the Clippers, a very good defensive team in the LA Clippers, dropped 35 on them. Then against the Lakers, 38 points. In a, that's basically, you know, homecoming, you know, performances for him because he's from the LA area. Big time games, man. Offensively, he's been amazing. He's been super efficient. Mid-range killer. He's been shooting the three ball a little more this season, and he's been shooting them at, I think, like a league average rate, which is good. Defense has been pretty solid. Playmaker's been cool. DeMar DeRozan's been killing this season. The Bulls as a whole has been killing, but I think him right now being their leading scorer, being the guy that's kind of had the big-time performances, he would be their MVP guy right now. I like the idea of having a DeMar DeRozan MVP-type campaign. But yeah, those are my five MVP names that I wanted to talk about. There's definitely other guys that are having great seasons so far to start the year, but I think those are probably the guys that stick out the most in my mind You know, at this point in the season. So if you enjoy, man, be sure to leave a like, subscribe. It helps out the channel a lot. Um, if you have any guys that you think should be in the MVP race that I did not talk about, drop them in the comments so we can talk about it. And if you have any comments about the guys that I mentioned, man, it's always good to start a dialogue, man. I love talking with y'all in the comments because it's just good interaction. But with that being said, I'll be back next time with another video, y'all. Peace. Off season. Let's work. Hey. Plotting my escape, this game riding